Why don't you run? Because I can. believe in this guy. Actually, you know, you know why? You think Joe Biden is the I, best the Democrats can do? I have deep respect, reverence for Joe Biden as a person, his character, his decency, and his capacity to do great things. That's why I'm not worthy of that conversation. This guy deserves it. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. That's Gavin Newsom groveling. So they shriveled up uh, ineffectual. Oh, he's, I guess he's destroying a lot. Joe Biden, the Democrat president of the United States, presiding over the murder of the United States of America. Your Democrat Party. I haven't even gotten to Merrick Garland lying under oath yesterday. But I want to. The Associated Press, the U.S. is allowing hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans in the country to work legally. They're in the country illegally, but Biden will have them working legally. You know, Democrats always say they need people to scrub their toilets. They always say it out loud, and and the news media says, yeah, and cut my lawn and bring my kid to school. The Associated Press, Rebecca Santana The Biden administration says it's granting temporary legal status, which will become permanent later, to hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans who are already in the country. Well, that makes it okay. They're already in the country, illegally, of course, quickly making them eligible to work. You heard uh, Governor Kathy Hochul saying, oh, yeah, we've got all these illegals and we're overloaded and we've got to give them work permits because people need to scrub our toilets and clean dishes at restaurants. They literally say this stuff out loud, too as it grapples with uh, growing numbers of people fleeing the South American country and elsewhere to arrive at the U.S.-Mexico border. So how many are fleeing Venezuela? A population of about 30 million people in Venezuela, and it's supposed to be a socialist utopia. They figured everything out. Of course, they completely destroyed the economy of the country and, and put socialists in charge, who then started rifle-butting people to the ground and bayonetting them to death because that's what they do. The move, along with promises to accelerate work permits for many migrants, meaning illegal aliens, may appease Democratic leaders who have pressured the White House to do more to aid asylum seekers. You know, the term asylum seekers has an actual meaning. The word has meaning. It has a legal definition. And these people do not meet that definition of asylum seekers. They're fleeing beep whole countries because they have socialists in charge and now we do too. So run for your lives, Venezuelans. Get out while you can. Just amazing. And then the Associated Press, uh, Ms. Santana writes, while also providing grist for Republicans who say the president, Joe Biden, has been too lax on immigration. Lax on immigration? The Homeland Security Department plans to grant temporary protected status to an estimated 472,000 Venezuelans. That's not Mexico. That's not Colombia. That's not Brazil. Also, Kathy Hochul said we got people coming in from West Africa and the mayor of Eagle Pass, Texas, people from all over the world, from Asia, from Africa, from the Caribbean, from South America, uh, the only place from which you can walk to our southern border. So an estimated 472,000 Venezuelans alone who arrived in the country as of July 31st. I assume that just means in the first half of this year then, right? Making it easier for them to get authorization to work in the United States because the Democrats need cheap labor. 
Also, how are the United Auto Workers going to feel about this? I think we should send all the illegal aliens up to the auto plants in Detroit and Missouri and elsewhere and uh, have them walk in. Then see how the Democrats feel about it. Then see how the United Auto Workers feel about it. That 472,000 is in addition to 242,700 Venezuelans who already qualified for temporary status before Wednesday's announcement. This is your Democrat Party. I shared with you the story yesterday or day before yesterday of an illegal alien who had been deported nine times from the United States, just walked back in because Joe Biden rang the dinner bell and walked him back in. And this illegal alien murdered a 60-year-old man the other day. And when police showed up, he started shooting at police and shot a police officer in the chest. He was saved by his Kevlar body armor. And then the illegal alien was shot in the leg, uh, still fled, uh, made it to a barn. Police found him in a horse stall in a barn, shot in the leg, having shot a police officer and wounded him, murdered another man, and that's fine. Keep in mind, also, the Brazilian that was captured in New Hampshire a few weeks ago. He was wanted in Brazil. In fact, he had been convicted in Brazil of 11 murders. Former military policeman in Brazil, a massacre of 11 people. He was sentenced to 275 years and 11 months in Brazil, and he escaped from prison there, walked right into the United States, thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats, went to New Hampshire, where he was arrested. Keep in mind the other Brazilian that murdered that woman in Pennsylvania by stabbing her 38 times in front of her two little girls was in prison and he escaped from prison and was on the lam for two weeks. Now we've got another one, illegal immigrant who was released into U.S. by Biden administration, arrested for murder months later. The Western Journal, this is a brand new one. Listen to Democrats and you'd think the border crisis was over. Well, there never was a border crisis, right? Remember when like uh, 37 illegal aliens were flown to Martha's Vineyard and the news media, which vacations in Martha's Vineyard, was apoplectic and condemned those terrible, awful Republican governors for daring to send illegal aliens to their special place? Amazing. The number of people who are crossing uh, this way, way down from the start of the crisis, they say, It's only dropped since Title 42 pandemic protections were ended earlier this year. But never mind that. There is another illegal alien murderer, and uh, they love murder. The Democrats, the left, they love murder. They murdered 100 million people in the 20th century in the name of utopia. So uh, pretty amazing. He says that uh, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, not a border state, says that the illegal immigration wave, quote, will destroy New York City. That's uh, that's it. uh, I got to tell you, these these people, um, just amazing. So there is another one, uh, Eagle Pass, Texas, the Maverick County Sheriff's Office, regarding Roberto Emilio Vasquez Santa Maria. Vasquez Santa Maria. Uh, And um, he's, uh, you know, uh, law enforcement looking for him because... You know, he's on the lam, and he murdered as another illegal alien, uh, released by the Biden administration earlier this year, given an asylum court date in 2025. Why not in 3035? Make it even more irrelevant, if possible. But uh, now he's going to be in court probably sooner, given that the 64-year-old illegal alien 
who has waved into the United States, has just been arrested for murder in Eagle Pass, Texas. I just played you audio from the mayor of Eagle Pass, who's a Democrat, saying, hey, you know, we can't uh, take up to half our population sprawled out on the sidewalks of Eagle Pass, Texas, and Eric Adams doesn't care, and Kathy Hochul doesn't care, and Kamala Harris doesn't care, and Joe Biden doesn't care. They don't care. Trust me when I say they don't care. So this uh, another illegal alien, and he came in illegally, and the Biden administration gave him a piece of paper and said, and yeah, 2025, show up to court or don't. We don't care. And uh, then he came in and murdered somebody. And Eagle Pass, Texas, yesterday, 7,000 migrants cross into one Texas town in 72 hours. Sure, the population is 29,000 or 30,000. 7,000 migrants crossed in in 72 hours. That's three days for Democrats trying to follow along. Eagle Pass is now under a state of emergency because of the overflow that they're experiencing there. And, by the way, Governor Greg Abbott in Texas is sending 35,000 migrants to sanctuary cities, said it provided critical relief to Texans, but the Democrats don't care about Texas. And Greg Abbott pointed out that razor wire and the river barriers that they had set up have now been destroyed by the Biden administration. Because, here's the latest from Governor Greg Abbott, Texas installed razor wire in Eagle Pass to stop illegal crossings. Today, the Biden administration cut, the word cut is in all capital letters, cut that wire, opening the floodgates to illegal immigrants. I immediately deployed more Texas National Guard, the military, to repel illegal crossings and install more razor wire. But the Democrats sent vandals in. They were federal government employees with big uh, cutters to cut through the razor wire to open up Eagle Pass, Texas, with a population of 29,000, so that tens of thousands of people could just flow into the country. And then they give them work permits, and then they mail them ballots on Election Day and give them driver's licenses and And they're destroying America. They're erasing America, just like they've erased women. The U.S. is allowing hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans into the country to work legally. Amazing. Just extraordinary stuff. And they were going to give ICE federal photo IDs to all the illegal aliens. That's been found out. Amazing. All right, let's go to uh, the telephones, Jeff. Let's go to Michael calling from Woodbridge, Virginia. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Michael. Can you hear me? There you are. Now I can hear you. Yes, sir. Yep. You've laid all the items on the table, but, yeah, I don't think most people are connecting the dots. Stop and think about this. We're literally going to flip a light switch, and 475,000 people get added to the labor pool. Now, this is at the same time that the UAW is fighting for 20% less work for 40% more money. And all of a sudden, I've got a choice between hiring somebody who wants $100 an hour, or now I've got 475,000 people who will do it for $20 an hour, $40 an hour, hell, $60 an hour. They're still saving me money. Which one do I hire? And that's what the people don't put together on this. And we talk about it all the time, about the left not doing the next, then what, then what, then what. 
This is what happens when you don't do then what? You bring in millions. We're talking now 30 and 40 million people who aren't supposed to be here. And now we're pretending that the solution to not having done our job and not letting them be here is to now let them take jobs now that they're here. And then next week, we will be listening to Democrats talk about how we need to raise taxes to pay unemployment for Americans who are dislocated from their jobs because we brought in people who will work for less money. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, you, you talked about co- connecting the dots, and I did talk about flying the illegals up to the auto plants where they're striking and have them walk in. Oh, no, no, that, that's not even sufficient, Chris. At this mm-hmm. point, I'm wondering what it will take for 17 million veterans to stop, stop acting like this crap is normal. At what point does your constitutional oath against enemies, foreign and domestic, trigger? Yeah, look, we are being uh, dismantled yeah. brick by brick. Yeah. They are literally taking this country apart. And 17 to 18 million American veterans are watching it happen. Yeah, listen, you are, you know, you're on to them, and they are. And I, this is uh, this is essentially what I've been saying. They're erasing the United States of America. They're dismantling. They are they're wiping us out because they have the power to do it. And Barack Obama is behind the curtain. Joe Biden is the sock puppet. And uh, honestly, uh, Michael, you know, there are millions of people who are thinking just like you and agree with you. And the United States of America is under attack and, you know, all enemies, foreign, domestic. You know, the, the Oath Keepers are the bad guys now, Michael. Those are the villains of the story because the Democrats uh, have secured information and, and dominance. That, Say again. I, I don't know if it was you yesterday that was talking about, you know, packaging and presentation and how horrible Republicans are at it. Yes, that was Why me. Why isn't the yeah. Republican Party talking about how god-awful it is the the um, systemic racism that the one POC who wasn't in D.C. got 22 years when the pasty ass white guy got a got a uh, misdemeanor charge with no penalty, no jail, no fine. He was the one that was actually on video inciting a riot. Yeah, Ray Epps. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. is raw systemic racism. Why are we not using it as a cudgel? Well, the Republicans need to hire you and me, Michael, to do their messaging for them. Because... I keep offering, and they keep declining. I've offered for for the last 10 years now to be uh, Trump's new attorney general. <laughs> I would look forward to taking a phalanx of, of uh, U.S. marshals over to the seventh floor at FBI. We'll start there. And you started out, Michael, by uh, talking about them driving down wages in the United States, which is a major, major thing. And you're right, the Republicans today should be out there pounding the table and singing the national anthem on the steps of the Capitol over what they're doing at the border or not doing at the border because this is a deliberate plan to overwhelm the United States of America by opening our borders and ringing the dinner bell. And even these Democrats in Texas and elsewhere are admitting it out loud and destroying New York City and uh, Bidenville tent cities being set up in Chicago, tens of millions of dollars. And nobody's saying we have no political leadership in this country regarding anything. Mental illness, homelessness, open borders, crime. We have no leadership in this country. The economy. Thank you, Michael. And, and I, I appreciate your, your caring, your passion. You know, President Biden's sinister plan to introduce a digital dollar is already underway as well. And it's very important to understand the potential consequences of this scheme, too. 
Because contrary to their claims, of course, this is not in your best interest or mine or the country's. And time is of the essence, so getting smart now is a great idea. You can help protect your savings and your future, your retirement, from the risks of the Biden digital dollar scheme by diversifying with IRAs in gold and silver. Call the experts at American Alternative Assets today. Call 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5320 to get all the guidance you need on getting smart on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's sinister digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, I, uh, that's it. I mean, James Woods is a better news organization than CNN. The Democrats, and that includes the media, are just sitting back and watching the country as we're being rolled over, part of a plan by the Obama-Biden Democrats. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, since Michael and I were just talking about the effects on the economy, here's a NBC fake news story. General Motors, they have a United Auto Workers strike going on right now. And so they've screwed up the supply chain for all of the auto manufacturers, the big three. General Motors idles another auto plant, sending 2,000 workers home as UAW strike deepens. And Joe Biden's nowhere to be found, and they don't even want him. The decision affects auto workers in Fairfax, Kansas. The United Auto Workers Union prepares for more strikes. And um, here's uh, Governor Abbott in Texas. This is great. The headline in the New York Sun, bad news for Mayor Adams as Texas governor vows to bus even more migrants to New York City, pledging to increase traffic on the border to Broadway pipeline. I think they should dump tens and tens of thousands of them in Times Square. Airplanes, buses, line them up, put them all in New York City. Every last one of them. New York City bound and just drop them off. If the Democrats touch it, it's destroyed. That's how that works. Also, this is a uh, this is a wild and wacky story. In Australia, they have a television network called ABC. ABC. They stole it from the American Broadcasting Corporation. It's the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, as you might imagine. And they're in Australia. They have a journalist whose name is 
Kirsten Drysdale. Kirsten Drysdale is a young woman, and uh, she has a newborn baby, brand new baby. She's living in uh, the baby bubble, the bliss of the baby bubble, the newborn bliss, and having a great time with her brand new baby, brand new spanking and and uh, baby and I, and having recently welcomed her third child, third child with her husband, Chris, who is a man, and she's a woman, and they, through the usual method, um, made her pregnant, and now she's had her third child, and that's good. And she has just named her son. She's named her son, her third, her third child. And apparently she's got um, uh, either a sense of humor or a terrible habit because she named her son Methamphetamine Rules. Rules, you know, like maybe a few more rules. The kid's middle name is Rules, and the kid's first name is Methamphetamine, which is, of course, a narcotic that I think uh, Hunter Biden is doubtless familiar with. The New South Wales Australia Registry of Births, Deaths, and Marriages let the name slip through the cracks during the submission process, despite offensive terms being prohibited, like in Germany. You know, in Germany, the the state has to approve the name that you give to your child, so you don't call your kid Adolf Hitler Schickelgruber or something like that. A uh, spokesperson uh, told the news at auaustralia.com that they have since strengthened their system to avoid having this happen again. But methamphetamine rules is that here's a picture of mom and dad in the in the hospital. They have little hairnets on, and they got a newborn baby, hotsy totsy, and uh, methamphetamine is the uh, kid's name. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. There you have it. Mistakes happen, they say. But why would Drysdale name her child methamphetamine rules to begin with? Well, the uh, television presenter has been working on a story for the uh, Australian Broadcasting uh, Company, uh, one of their stations, which aims to investigate the answer (laughs) uh, to uh, viewers' burning questions. (laughs) What can I legally name my baby has come up consistently because they have restrictions in Australia as to what you can name your baby. So she decided to test the system and name her baby methamphetamine <laughs> rules. Rules. So what do you call the kid for uh, short? Like MR or meth, uh, ruley? What do you call the kid methamphetamine rules? That's, uh, you know, it's a little bit of fun if that's what she was doing, actually just testing the, the system. All right, we're going to want to get to uh, some audio from yesterday's big hearing with Merrick Garland, who is, uh, what's the word? A crook. He's a crook. He's not a good guy. He's not on the on the side of uh, the law and, uh, you know, the United States of America and preserving our customs and norms and, and uh, not on our side. He's, what is he? Oh, a Democrat. He's a Democrat. And they, uh, what is it, Jeff? They are not on our side. That's the thing about them these days. They, there was a time when Democrats were on our side. That time is gone. That's in the history books. And they've burned the history books. Oh, you see this? They put the Democrats put out more propaganda, another false propaganda thing that a couple of Republicans were burning books. And it's a lie, of course, because if Democrats are talking these days, it's pretty much guaranteed to be a lie. Uh, but it's a it's a crazy, crazy, uh, you know, Democrat lie that they're uh, spreading now. Because a couple of elected Republicans had some fun. They had uh, flamethrower. (laughs) 
and they were auctioning off the flamethrower, I think. Isn't that right? They were auctioning off the flamethrower. And so they, somebody posted a video of them using this flamethrower, and they put some cardboard boxes out in a field, took the flamethrower, blasted the flamethrower at the cardboard boxes, and uh, set the cardboard boxes on fire. And everybody loves a flamethrower. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love a flamethrower? You know? See, Jeff, he's, he's uh, mimicking. He wants to do a flamethrower. Everybody likes a flamethrower. And, uh, you know, what is that movie? What's Upon a Time in Hollywood? That uh, kind of fun movie, uh, uh, Brad Pitt, and it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, and had the flamethrower from the movies and used on the, uh, you know, and these, uh, so these two Republicans, they have a flamethrower and they, they use it on some cardboard boxes and the Democrats immediately got to work spreading the falsehood, the lie that, um, they were burning books, burning books in the field. And, and uh, like, uh, you know, like those, uh, gay child porn books that you guys put in first grade classrooms. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. We, we do love those books in first grade classrooms, but so a video of Missouri Republicans blasting flamethrowers goes viral. Viewers incorrectly believed they burned books. Uh, but that's because the Democrats lie. Some lies spread like wildfire, the New York Post reports. A video of two Republican legislators in Missouri blasting flamethrowers went viral over the weekend as users falsely claimed the state senators were torching books. The Democrats are torching children by the millions. Missouri Senators Bill Engel and uh, Nick Schroer were filmed, well, a little video, I don't think they're using film, firing flamethrowers at a pile of empty cardboard boxes at a local GOP fundraiser on Friday night after they were asked to demonstrate the equipment, which was being raffled, not auctioned, but raffled at the event. However, a user on X reshared the clip and added the caption, Missouri Republicans at literal book burning. And then the Democrats attacked a police station and burned it and overturned burning police cars and then shot a bunch of people. They think flamethrowers should be legal, but history books should be destroyed because Democrats are, first of all, you know, the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler, famous book burners, are the Socialist Workers Party. Uh, So the Democrats got... How many, like 13 million views, excuse me, 19 million views with the lie because the lie makes its way around the world in Democrat land before the truth has a chance to put its pants on. Yes, sir. Also, San Francisco is down hundreds of police officers and it's a crime-ridden hellhole uh, covered with feces. It's uh, San Francisco, you know. And now San Francisco has sent their police recruiters to four different colleges in Texas four different colleges in Texas, to try to recruit police officers to go to San Francisco where the Democrats will then stab the police officers in the back. I'm talking about the city council, the board of supervisors. Because if you engage in police activity, they will stab you in the back. Don't do it, Texans. Don't do it. They're sending recruiters, San Francisco police, to the Texas Southern University in Houston, Sam Houston State University in Huntsville, Prairie View A&M University and to Texas A&M University in Corpus Christi to try to recruit people to join the San Francisco police officer. Dirty Harry, uh, you know, was a Clint Eastwood was a San Francisco police officer. Oh, how things have changed. But they can't get enough police officers, so they go into Texas colleges trying to sort that out because, you know, these people. Uh, also, the New York Post reporting, the only newspaper in the world at this point, Robert De Niro to reportedly revive taxi driver role in an Uber campaign. 
They're going to pay him to do commercials for Uber. And, well, it's appropriate since New York City has turned back into taxi driver and escape from New York and death wish with Charles Bronson. So it is kind of appropriate. Robert De Niro will reportedly reprise his iconic Travis Bickle, you know, taxi driver role. Uh, in an upcoming Uber ad campaign, the 80-year-old Robert De Niro will apparently replace Bickle's unforgettable line, you talking to me, in a series of ads being filmed uh, in London. That makes a lot of sense. This week, uh, The Sun reported, he's going to be Travis Bickle, say some phrases and, and uh, play up to it, an unnamed source said, because everybody is anonymous, right? So we got that. Uh, also, yeah, uh, Brett Baer interviewed the the Saudi crown prince, um, you know, MBS, uh, Mohammed bin Salman, and he's the guy that had that Khashoggi guy chopped up and put in suitcases because it's a rough neighborhood over there. You know what I'm talking about? And the uh, crown prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, we call him MBS because we like to keep it short, um, did a, uh, MBS did an interview, uh, Brett Baer is over in Saudi Arabia which is, you know, a lot of fun for a short period of time. Soundbite number 20, and here's uh, Brett Baer talking to Mohammed bin Salman, and he says, hey, you know, the Democrats in the United States are helping Iran get a nuclear weapon. They got a nuclear weapon. We in Saudi Arabia are going to have to get nuclear weapons too. We are concerned of any country getting a nuclear weapon. The world cannot see another Hiroshima. If the world see 100,000 people dead, that means you are in a war with the rest of the world. So it's a useless uh, uh, effort to reach a nuclear uh, weapon because you cannot use it. If you use it, you got to have a big fight with the rest of the world. If they get one, will you? If they get one, we have to get one for security reasons and for balancing power in the uh, Middle East. But we don't want to see that. Because Hiroshima, you could have 100,000 dead. That would mean war with the world. Well, last year, 107,000 Americans were killed in fatal drug overdoses because of open border policies of the Biden administration and Barack Obama and the Democrats. 107,000 more than Hiroshima, thanks for the reminder, Mohammed bin Salman, a number greater than the number of Americans killed in the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Afghanistan War, the Iraq War combined, all in one year in the United States of America. 107,000. You're right, that should be war with the world. But Joe Biden has a crackhead son, and uh, we just let 107,000 people die of fatal drug overdoses and leave an open border and don't take on the cartels and and leave an open border. And then we leave the border open. All right, let's go to soundbite number seven. Number seven. This is Congressman Massey with uh, Merrick Garland yesterday. Uh, and the uh, the committee hearing where Merrick Garland, the chief law enforcement officer of the United States, the attorney general of the United States under Barack Obama, excuse me, under uh, Joe Biden, what's the difference? Uh, and uh, Massey and Merrick Garland asking, hey, how many federal agents did the FBI and the Justice Department have on the streets of D.C. on January 5th and January 6th of 2021, uh, springing from Ray Epps, who they charged with littering the other day, after two years and eight months, uh, and they didn't raid his home with a battering ram like they did grandmas in Alaska, uh, but never mind that. And he'll do no days in jail. Here is Congressman Massey uh, taking it to Merrick Garland, who lied a lot yesterday. 
how many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol? Can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've I don't know whether there are any. How dumb I think are you? You may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again? That you don't know that there were I have any? No personal knowledge of this matter. He has no personal knowledge. He's the attorney general. He was asked about it by the Congress uh, over a year ago, and he just shrugged and said, "I don't have to answer that. Don't you know who I am? We're destroying America. We're we're erasing the United States of America." Since we just talked about Iran, and since Joe Biden just just freed up $6 billion for the Islamic Revolution. I should mention this. Women in Iran face 10 years in jail for inappropriate dress code, a brand new law. Iran's parliament has passed a controversial bill increasing prison terms and fines for women and girls who break its strict dress code. They just threw a woman in prison for not wearing her hijab uh, properly. But now you can get 10 years in prison. And, of course, then there's, you know, Masa Amani, who they shot and killed in the street because, you know, I guess we're becoming more like them, too. The left is here. They're not liberals. They're the left. All right, now, this is, this is pretty appalling stuff, but uh, Merrick Garland was under oath yesterday. That doesn't seem to matter to Democrats when they're testifying on Capitol Hill. Oh, yeah, another Democrat story here, too. Um, Illinois woman charged with attacking Chicago police officers released on no cash bail thanks to new state law. And a woman accused of attacking four Chicago police officers has been released from custody after new state law went into effect abolishing cash bail. Esmeralda Aguilar, 24, a resident of Chicago, probably an illegal alien, is charged with four counts of aggravated battery on a police officer over an incident she allegedly occurred over the weekend. Aguilera was arrested moments after attacking the police in a downtown area. However, she was released on Monday, the same day. The Pre-Child Fairness Act, which was part of the Safety Act, went into, ef- into effect. See, the Democrats make it more dangerous, and then they call it the Safety Act. Irony. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The woman has a big tattoo on her chest that says in huge letters, like a newspaper headline, your pain is mine now. Your pain is mine now. Uh, Just amazing. You're a Democrat party. Uh, A bit more Merrick Garland when we come back. Who lied under oath, but you can do that without consequence when you're a Democrat. And the Republicans don't seem to know how to get anything done or raise hell. Uh, or pound the table. They don't even speak loudly. And the media is upset that the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, is not allowing their hero, the Ukrainian Green Man, to address a joint session of Congress because Kevin McCarthy said there just isn't time. But Volodymyr Zelensky will not be addressing a joint session of Congress. Democrats are upset. They're also upset that, you know, the Israeli ambassador... Well, they're not upset that he was dragged out of the United Nations by thugs because the United Nations is run by thugs. (music) 
Now, I just told you about uh, Chicago, a uh, woman with tattoos all over her chest attacked four police officers and assaulted them. And the Democrats and their George Soros people uh, let the woman out on the street without bail same day, assaulting four police officers. Two had to go to the hospital. In New York City, we just learned uh, this morning that a bat-wielding lunatic that bashed the head and face of a homeless man in out on the street on videotape uh, last year, toward the end of last year, his name is Kareem Azizi, and uh, the Soros prosecutor in New York just cut a sweetheart deal with him. Uh, no jail time. No jail time for him. He was let out on uh, bail uh, pretty much immediately after videotape showed him bashing the head and face of a homeless man in with a baseball bat. Don't go to New York. Just send illegal aliens to New York. Uh, let's get back to Congressman Massey and uh, the not honest chief law enforcement officer of the United States. You've had two years to find out. And the day, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps. And yesterday you indicted him. Isn't that a wonderful coincidence on a misdemeanor? Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video who's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. All right, good for you, Congressman Massey. And uh, he also said he didn't know anything about any Hunter Biden investigation. He didn't talk to the FBI about that. Law professor Jonathan Turley wasn't buying it. It was clear the attorney general came uh, with the intent not to answer any questions. And basically his message was go pound sand. You know, I'm not going to give you answers to these issues. And uh, he's just uh, honestly the law professor. He tries to tell the truth. And this is why the Department of Justice under Merrick Garland is at one of its lowest levels of trust with the public, is that he refuses to answer any of these questions, even as things are sort of falling apart. You know, he, you, know you just had a, an embarrassing sweetheart deal for the president's son fall apart in open court after just an hour. You have even liberal commentators referring to the unholy mess of this investigation. And yet Garland continues to object uh, that people don't trust his department. It's sort of like a captain saying, you know, the beatings will continue until the morale improves. I'm telling you, um, the Democrat Party is a, uh, what, a danger to our republic. Uh, Joe Biden uh, just said that about all Republicans and Trump voters and MAGA voters the other day, that we're going to destroy our democracy. Then he fell down a flight of stairs. We're doing what we can with bailing wire and duct tape to hold the country together. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.